Messy Mon- Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Messy Mondays. It's on and popping. All right, awesome. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 37 of Messy Mondays. Welcome back, welcome back. Yes, how Happy exciting. Monday. <laughs> we are all the way in 37. That is dope. Yep. I'm not going to be excited once we're like the 50s. And I think for our 100, it needs to be like a big blowout. I agree with that. And actually, I'm <laughs> glad you brought that up because our one year anniversary is around the corner. It is. Can you believe it, it's almost been a year, though? It's almost been a year, and I thought about that the other day. I was like, what can the one year look like? And I think we need, we'll need we talk about then some giveaways or some something special. We need something, to something. celebrate, for sure. <laughs> something needs to happen. I don't know. I, I, think, I think you need to come to Miami, or we need to do something, or we need to make it like an online celebration. We need to do something. We'll do a little something, something. The summer is going to be popping. We'll yeah. definitely work that out. We'll That's really that awesome. Out. I'm really excited about it. I feel very accomplished. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> yeah. Like a, a commitment. The thing is, it's like a commitment for something, like a relationship for a one year. I know. Right. It is one thing. And like commitment to something where you and I both have to be like, all right, we got to be right. ready this week. Okay. Are we up this week? Yeah. Just taking your like, personal time. Yes, personal time, and then working around with work and yeah. the things we have going on, and all the additionals. So it's a lot of dedication, and so happy to say that there's been a one year uh, dedication. Yeah, that is so true. I think that's pretty awesome. A lot of times, I'm not, even myself. I have started projects and I didn't complete them, and that has mm-hmm. happened to me in the past. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you know, obviously, um, with partnership, things are easier because when you're slacking, your partner is going to be like, "No, we still got to do it," and that is really the secret to the formula. Because <laughs> if it was like, I don't mean you both, <laughs> right? We would have been like, "Well." <laughs> Yeah. If we were left to our own vices, we would have been like, nah. Exactly. Like, if it was individual. So it's good to have on a, on a partnership to be like, don't forget we got this week. Yeah. Or does it work? And if it doesn't work this week, it works for the next, but we'll always yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And so I, it is really good to have partnership because yeah. single by yourself does make you have to commit even harder. Right. To because it. accountability is not as serious when it's only an accountability to yourself. Yeah. I know we all love to act like I am the most important person in my life. Yeah, of course. But we, we have a tendency of saying, you know what, I'll leave that for later because for whatever X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. when you're accountable, you know, it might work. So for those of you who are looking to start a venture, start a clothing line, website, whatever, because obviously everybody's on an entrepreneurial type of vibe lately. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe team up with another force that can help you both come up with the dream. Like, don't be afraid to like... Sh- you know share the dream and like say let's build you know and and it's almost like that like they say get a gym buddy kind of thing right like without the gym buddy you really don't continue going true and i've always hated gym buddies i just want to share that (laughs) (laughs) why because they call you at six in the morning because they call you at six in the morning because they're just always on your back and i don't i usually don't like that I'm very more of a like, let me be, let me do it for certain yeah, things. Yeah, but for the gym, you need a drill sergeant. Obviously, everybody yeah. does because nobody wants to go. 
Yeah, but I think I, I, it depends on what the activity is or what it is that I'm doing, depending upon if I need that motivation or not. Yeah. I find the gym to be more of a mental thing. Yeah. Where, like, I physically and mentally need to put myself in that situation. And as per, per like, work or successes and things like that, I can either do the same thing by myself, like, push myself and strive, or sometimes need an extra, like, like deadline or something like that. Like, something yeah. that needs to be reached, something I need to grab in order to do it. So, but yeah, You need all consequences. All, I, uh-huh, That's I can, really what it is. Because at work, if you don't perform, you're going to lose your job. And if you don't meet the deadline, you're not doing what you're getting paid for. So that's why you always deliver on that promise. I bet you if you would get a ticket every time you didn't go to the gym or if you got paid $20 every time you went to the gym, it would be a completely different conversation. You're right. I think Mm -hmm. so. I think so. I think I need to have some sort of, con- even, but sometimes, sometimes even consequences I can care. I guess uh, depending upon <laughs> <laughs> okay. what the consequence, I'm a very, like, it's hard to kind of get me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's very, just like, I can care less about certain, like, you give me 20, I'll be like, I can make $20 some other way. Yeah. Like, I'm that person. Or like, I'm really not short of them $20. Like, I, I don't it. know, like little things like that. But anyways. All in all to say, the commitment to Messy Monday's podcast has been fantastic. Fantastic. And I'm pretty sure that you guys are already following us. But if you're not, first time listeners, recommend the friend listeners. Thank you for hopping on the bandwagon. Um, Follow us on Instagram at Messy Monday's podcast. It's spelled all correctly. Make sure to look us up. We're going to keep you guys always informed with new episodes that drop. And our link to our actual podcast is there. So you guys can subscribe and share and and follow. And also, don't forget the YouTube to subscribe and share as well. Yes, for sure. And follow me and Marley at showme underscore ENT and love Marley underscore. And uh, thank you so much for everybody who listened to episode number 36, The Office Ho. (laughs) (laughs) I loved that title because I've been obsessed with The Office lately and people in the past like- Such a good show. You know when Netflix posts things and people just like revisit shows that you've maybe never thought about seeing or like weren't old enough to catch or revisit or something like that? Or to really understand it. Because like sometimes even now when I watch even Seinfeld, I'm like, this is even better now because I'm an adult. Yes. You know? Because you're an adult and you're like, I get it. I get it even more. Yes. Because at 12 and like 13, you don't like even relate to that. So you can just like, yes, it's really much fitting. So the office hoe, (laughs) I started thinking about like office hoes, like once going into work and I don't have one of those, I don't think in the office. Good. Or maybe you got there after the shit happened and you know. (laughs) It's like a restart, like you know what I mean. Maybe like, I don't know, or maybe I just don't know many of the stories happening. Yeah, right. Whatever is there, but I found that interesting and funny, and people enjoyed that one too. I just got a lot of laughs. Like that was just ridiculous that someone could think of themselves as the office hoe. But yeah, and shout out to um, our Instagram follower, uh, a Boston's finest O uh, three, I believe it is, because he's a guy and he said, "I'm the office hoe." So that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> men can see and that's that double standard in things where men can get away with stuff that some women just can't you think so i mean i'm at the point now that i literally will call a man a hoe and i don't mean that in a nice way it's like you're being a hoe 
at least I'm one of those people that I will categorize a man as a hoe. And I'll tell, like, my friend, like, yo, that guy's a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. it is what it is. He's giving out his stuff like that shit is free. Like, it's like he's just putting it in anything. That's not cute. I guess I just never associated the word hoe with a man. But no, I guess don't. nowadays we can put it together that way. We can. And, like, you can't go 50-50 with no hoes. You feel me? <laughs> is that a Drake line? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm upset. Yeah. No. <laughs> so you used to watch Degrassi. So is the video hot or not? Let me know. The video I never saw is amazing. Okay. Let me tell you. For like Degrassi fans, it's dope. For like an actual real yeah. Degrassi fan. Like not like, oh, I learned Degrassi after Drake kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm talking about for, I was literally middle school, high school and I had like a baby episode when he got shot like episode that. yes yeah like I was there for the episodes because I used to have to babysit this kid across the street yeah and they had all the channels okay. back at home. in my house we just had they were regular white? yes of okay. course they had yeah, all, the channels. <laughs> all the channels all the channels all the channels and so in my house my parents were just like down to like you know there's no HBO it's just the regular cable yeah. kind of deal you lucky you get MTV. Yeah, I had, I had MTV and all that other good stuff, but I just didn't have the extras. Yeah, where yeah, y'all yeah. was in three hundreds, I stayed in the forties, sixties. Yeah. Anyways, um, so when I used to babysit, I got excited every time because and she would go out every weekend. But that's when I got to see Degrassi because they used to come on the show called The End or the channel called The End, which is like the Teen Nick kind of thing. But I've so I've known Drake for like or known of Drake for several years. So this show, this like reunion was everything, everything, everything. Like I loved it. Just seeing everyone like as adults was like right. pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. I can imagine. It's really cool. It's, like, it's kind of like every time they did like a comeback for Saved by the Bell, we were always excited. Yes. It's like you, you, you feel in love with the character because you kind of grew up with them. So it, it's really cool. Exactly. Exactly. So that was really nice to see. And then like you still associate like him he's still just drake i guess you don't see him as jimmy but yeah. everyone else you see them as their like character names that's cute was drake like a like cool on the show or was he of like, course he okay. was cool okay got it hello got it, got it. i'm just making sure he was jimmy and jimmy hung out with um uh the guy in the ball like, i can't remember all their names the bald guy is the guy that he walked in with in the video that's right? his homie like that okay. is the homie that the whole show like so them walking together was like damn that's dope like yeah, yeah, yeah and I you're like it. oh shit that's cool it was like a tv moment it was like a tv moment yes it, like and then they you didn't see them uh the ovo crew was chasing the kid who shot him in the show oh that's, that's what that <laughs> meant okay that was cute that's the kid who shot him in i the didn't show. know that was the kid that shot him yeah in the that's show. why he's running in the hallway okay so that's like funny and then like even the girls like one of the girls liberty like all this shit like it's just cool that's what's up cool yeah i'm upset check out the video guys the I'm song i'm still growing on the song i mean honestly the song is um very drake you must admit like very drake very drake like this shit is the drake formula you know what I'm yeah saying? because like, what's that other song on. fake love or whatever that okay, reminds yeah. me of that okay it reminds it me took, of a lot of songs it took me like fake love I, I was like i i'm not catching on to this like why are we why are we loving this and then three months down the line i knew the words to the song <laughs> so <laughs> But I'm upset. As much as radio he gets, he gets. Yeah, and so like I'm upset. I'm like, hasn't caught on to me yet. But 
I just knew that that part, the 50-50. I was like, oh, Lord. Yeah, because it's fucking epic. Because it's true. You can't go 50-50 with no hope. Like, just like... <laughs> yes. Like, I want to live my life like that. Like, I want to be in situations where people can hear the music playing in my head when I'm experiencing things in real life. Because I'd be like, yo, if I could just drop this verse right here, right <laughs> now. <laughs> like, that shit will sum this bitch up. Like... I really think like that. Is that weird? Like, I really think like that. No, I think as music lyrics also as real life things. Yeah. Like, I walk around and, and like, a music lyric pops up. Yeah. And it'd be like, that's actually happening. Right. Like, yeah, I walk around just like that, too. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when someone says a word and I could finish the whole, like, that has nothing to do with the song, but it connects to the song. <laughs> I can say the whole lyric. And they'll be like, what's wrong with you? Like, nothing. Yeah. My, and my head can be a music video sometimes, too. Like, I can envision a music video happening. <laughs> No, I'm definitely Around the me. unprofessional coworker that if you say something that sounds like a song I like, like I'll respond <laughs> in that form. In the song. <laughs> I am like on some flick of the wrist shit. Like I'm like, okay. <laughs> like I really will just start singing some trouble. In the middle of a meeting, you can find me anywhere. <laughs> I am that person. And they'll be like, what's wrong? I'll be like, nothing. That's hilarious. You know who, who gets quoted a lot at work in general? Uh-huh. Cardi B. Yeah. Oh. oh my god, like I even like old white men be like saying Cardi lyrics. It's hilarious. She's literally has taken over everything. She has. She is pop culture. Shout out to her not gaining weight. Yeah, she does look kind of small she still. Looks she was tiny already. Before to me. Like I see her really? face and I'm like, yo, she is like like wow. I don't know if I should be impressed or should we be concerned that the baby's eating all your food? You know, like you know how sometimes some women lose weight because the baby takes all the nutrients? I don't know. Yeah. But she looks amazing. Like, I'm shocked how thin she looks, honestly. What were your thoughts on, I know we're going to get into the show, into the stories, but did you hear about how she went to the club with Offset and Offset was smoking weed next to her, around her, and people were like, first of all, she was in the club. Second, that Offset was smoking, like, smoking weed, obviously, like, around her. And when they were in the club kind of area, she was sitting down. Did you see that video? I didn't see that video. And... I don't know what the facts are now with all this um, information we have about marijuana. Is that secondhand smoke considered toxic like if it were nicotine? We don't know. I Does it? I don't know. I don't know exactly. the facts I'm asking. But yeah. No, I don't, I don't know either. I don't know either. But, I mean, first of all, shout outs to her for being seven, eight months pregnant and wanting to get up and be in heels and go out to a club. I've never been pregnant. Right. But and that Lord don't sound knows like why she went. You know what I mean? Like at this point, that don't sound comfortable to me. Yeah, yeah. And I can just imagine for her. And although she was sitting in the video, so you knew she was uncomfortable. Like she was tired, probably. And like it's three in the morning, like whatever. But shout outs to her for even having being able to pull through through that. We were just talking about dedication, motivation. Like I guess one. I get it, but. As long as she's not <laughs> drinking, we know drinking, we know nicotine for sure, secondhand right. smoke is terrible, um, we don't know the effects of weed. We and don't. I've seen, I've seen documentaries on Viceland where women are still smoking weed and pregnant. While they're pregnant, right. And I'm not trying to encourage anyone to do that. No, my, myself either. Because I don't know the facts, but you're right, Marty. This is not the first time I've heard of this. I've heard of women still smoking marijuana while they're pregnant, and I don't know really what that means. Me neither. Me neither. I, don't know. I mean, it's not for me in right. any way, and I don't, I don't think not, so, but. 
I'm definitely a 420 friendly person, obviously, but I, I don't know if I would necessarily be comfortable smoking and being pregnant. I And this is coming from a person that's not against the world at all. Yeah. And I think that that's a little unfair to the baby. I'm really big on don't make decisions for other humans that can affect them long term without their consent. And at the end of the day, that's not fair to the baby. Like, what if the baby never wants to smoke marijuana as a choice? Yeah. Like, why would I? You know what I mean? Yeah. What if the baby doesn't want to eat? broccoli for the rest of their life like certain things like right yeah but i get it i understand or like don't like I, that goes takes me down a tangent but like sometimes where people like make the decision where your child's just gonna be vegan or okay yeah like little things like that but understood that we don't know the outcomes and what weed i can have do a for whole, someone whole, but whole 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 strong opinion about people making decisions for their children that we should definitely just do an episode on that because okay because <laughs> I really know we will go all the way left if we keep expanding on this <laughs> for real like there's so much that's heavy when it comes to that subject that's crazy you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I get it I get it but shout outs to Cardi and your man her her man was next to her the whole time so if they're in agreement in this matter of being out in the club at seven eight months pregnant and her being there he's protecting her. Honestly, I think that women go out pregnant a lot more than they admit. And I think that maybe it's something that happens a lot more. It's just that Cardi's famous, so we see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I actually have a good friend that she was pregnant and she went to a strip club. Like, it was because it was a celebration, but she ended up having a blast. So it's like, you know, and the strippers were super sweet. They kept rubbing her belly. You know what I mean? It was wild, (laughs) but... sorry like imagine like tip drill coming up to you and rubbing your belly (laughs) when you're pregnant with her butt or some foolishness oh my god shout out to your friend for sticking that through but i don't know but the point is that just because you're pregnant doesn't mean you're dead so i'm sure sometimes um women get bored or they just want to get out or it could be anything or yeah or you gotta go check this bitch because she acting like you ain't gonna come out (laughs) like i'm gonna still show up bitch and that's some shit Cardi might do. Like, that's what and, I mean. We don't know the reason and why And after she, she has went. the baby, I'm a person of the cardinal rule of, like, you don't leave the house for two to three months once <laughs> having the baby. So let her have her moment out there and being out there. And yeah. who knows? Maybe she doesn't leave the house for two months because she's right. breastfeeding and, like, really so. and, and nursing chill. and things like that. Yeah. So we don't yeah. know. But. Yeah, we have a story. We got a story for this week. Yeah, we do. It's a it's a it's a messy story and it's pretty cool and we're gonna definitely get into it. And basically to give you guys a little bit of a synopsis, it's basically should she warn her about him? Hmm. That's where basically the question is I would say, summary, but here we go. Now this is to us and it starts. First, I wanna start off by saying I love the show. Shout out, thank you for saying that. Um, second, this is more of an advice and a reaction question more than a messy story. Recently, an acquaintance reached out to me via IG. I say acquaintance because me and this girl were never really friends, just knew the same people. We have hung out before with a circle and a circle of friends and club nights and shit like that. During a few of these nights out with friends, she saw me frequently with my ex who is now her current boyfriend. 
How they got together doesn't matter to me. We had broken up several years ago. Our relationship was for three or four years on and off. You know, one of those crazy and love type shits. Now, she reached out to me asking me questions about him. Like, what was his attitude like? Did he lie or cheat? Was he cheap with his money? Basically, it seems like she wants the inside scoop on our past and his and his past specifically. Our past was bad. Um, there was drugs, stealing, and bullshit went real bad. Young stuff. He was terrible to me, and I haven't spoken to him in years. However, I don't know what his character is like today. I ignored her message, but should I tell her about his past, or should I just let it be? That's it. Interesting. Very. Because the person's not an actual, like, friend. She's not... She said acquaintance, right? She said acquaintance, Mostly. right? Yeah. And for me, acquaintances is like you're friendly with, you're passing by, um, you may or may not have their phone number. Like, you know, you have those people that you just have on Instagram. You're right. Like, I really don't know how to reach this person, but we know each other enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's limitations. To, there's like limitations of communication when it when it comes to that person and how much do you really share with that person but if it's a matter of something that happened years ago what's the relevancy to it now true like why is it that this girl thinks that uh this relationship that's been over for several years based on the story why does she think that this specific ex is gonna have the best knowledge you know what i mean like why yeah like how many other exes were there in between the time frame between you and her i don't trust it Mm -mm. not at all i don't i don't like the vibe i don't like that this girl was would hang out with you when she saw that you was with dude and she kind of kept her distance because she was eyeing him all right cool no problem that's all right Mm-hmm. We all grown. You mm-hmm. got with him now. She clearly doesn't care that they, he's moved on. It's fine. But now she's still reaching out. She's still making you part of the whole situation when she deliberately knows that it may be a little awkward because she was present when they still had something going on. No? Yeah. And that's, I don't know. I think I personally don't trust this acquaintance, me. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that this is a genuine question that's going to lead to anything not messy like you started the story by saying this is not messy but if i think if you get in this it's going to become (laughs) messy like if you reply it's just gonna make it messy i think so especially if you hit her with like a warning type shit like why wouldn't do hit you up and be like bitch mind your business like you know yeah like i don't know but i think it's a little weird for like why doesn't the acquaintance just like stay within her own yeah like her own kind of business i guess you could say like why are you looking for information or what does an ex have to provide you with with your current relationship i have never asked an ex of any of the people i've been involved with like tell me about my my man like never have i done that like what kind of relationship do you really have if you have to ask questions to others Right, that's wild. Other than the fact that you're asking, oh, are you still fucking him, is one. Right. But (coughs) if you're just out here asking questions to learn more about a person, then maybe that's not the person you should be with. 
Because you don't fishy. seem to have enough. So, uh, yeah, it does sound, as you're talking about it, I feel like it is, yeah, some sort of trap-ish kind of thing. Um, or maybe they're trying to reel you in for a threesome. I don't know. Oh, wow. It seems weird. Wow. It's, okay. I'm thinking like in an in a outside room <coughs> kind of thing. I like, mean, what it's, could it's, be? it's possible. It's possible. But I really um, don't know if um, maybe um, she wants to still see if you still have a connection with him. Maybe she's trying to be slick and find out if you two still talk because maybe she's jealous of you. That could be it too. That's true. Like, like he still t- talks about her or something like that? Exactly. Like, you were like a relevant Comparances. ex to him. Or like, no. Or just knowing like, like, it's like if you get with someone right now, right? And then three mm-hmm. years ago, they had their heart shattered by someone. And they tell mm-hmm. you that. They're like, yo, this is the first time since then that I can finally say like, I'm ready to love somebody. In between, I've just been doing me, going crazy, going nuts. But now, <clears throat> after all this time, Marley, I want to be with you. You're going to be like, wow, okay, this person went through what they needed to go through. We're on the same page. Let's keep moving. But then you meet the person that shattered him. You're going to be like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, this bitch. Not even like awesome hating shit. You're going to be like, what is it that you have that, you know what I'm saying, that had this guy like that? So it's like, you. what if now, in turn, that's what this bitch is experiencing? She's like, yo, like... Why were you the one that, <laughs> How that are you changed the, one? the game? You know what I'm saying? So it could be that too. That she's just trying to really make sure that this girl don't got nothing going on with this guy. Yeah. She, yeah. I, I, it is, like, as we talk about it, like, I, for me, I didn't find it fishy. Yeah. But as you talk about it, I see where you can see, like, there's kind of something funny happening. And... Essentially, like I, I found that I was like, just ignore it, right? Like, just leave it there. Like, it's not anything to, to dwell on. But when you say it like that, like you're that, like he must have told her something. Who knows? He must have triggered something in her. It's just to odd reach that out. She needs to ask somebody else about her man. That's not good. No, that's not a relationship. Like, you're not. What kind of relationship are you in if you need to learn about your, exactly, about your significant other from someone else? Right. It's like learning about someone through IG. Right. Like, literally through their Instagram profile and be like, I know this person. Like, well, no, that, you that's, don't know that. that's a reach. I hope no one feels that way. Oh, people feel like they know. <laughs> yeah. Do you have, like, a, like, your one, not to sound crazy or anything like that, but do you have, like, a... um. I have, like, a social media person that I follow, like, an influencer kind of deal. Yeah. But she does really great content. And I feel like I kind of know her because, like, when she puts up information, she's like, ooh, that's super cute, or, like, decorate or whatever. And, like, ooh, I like that look and whatever. Like, she puts up good stuff, and I'm expecting good content from this person all the time. Right? So, I feel like I know her because of the content that she's put up. Okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> I get it. But, but I know that if I walked down the street and I saw her, I, I would be a complete, absolute stranger. But that's like every famous person now that's like super popular. Like, don't you kind of feel like you know a lot of celebrities? that are, The yeah. ones that are like a lot of like that super post, the ones that post like crazy. Like, you feel like you kind of know them in a yeah. way. Yeah. You do. Yeah. You so do. I was like, so in a relationship, 
how does she not know her man? Like, like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I, eh, I would ignore the message and just keep it going. Why? Why did uh, she ask? Was he cheap with his money? What? <laughs> <laughs> he must not be paying a bill. He must not two. be doing fifty fifty or taking you out often. <laughs> Can't go fifty fifty with no hope. <laughs> Exactly. So it's essentially, yeah. There, there's, there's something happening there. He ain't yeah. paying bills. He ain't paying his part of the rent. She is. She must be frustrated. She might be, and she doesn't know how else to get information. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not the route you take it upon. It's. Weird. It's not anybody's business. It's definitely weird. Especially it's not, if she was still friends with her ex then maybe she could give good advice but this person can't give you good advice like she doesn't even she said it she's like i have i have no idea who this person is today so if it was a friend like so if let's say these two exes were still friends mm-hmm. and then the the girl the current girlfriend was to reach out to a friend it'd be a different cir- circumstance i mean i think it, it's more of a relevant question at that point like at that point you might you might understand it more because it's like you're part of the, this person's life somehow, so you may have information about them now, but not someone that you used to know six years ago. I feel like that's odd. Okay, I don't makes know. Makes sense. I think I get what you're odd. saying. I I just hope that um, you know, since you guys are clearly in the same circle of people, clearly because you bump into each other all the time and stuff, and you hang out and stuff. If you want to clear the elephant in the room, you know, if you, next time you guys hang out and she comes up to you trying to talk like on some drunk stuff, be like, you know what, to be honest with you, I'd rather not talk about that. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's better. We get along so well when we out, like, let's just leave that outside of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. just, just cut it off before it escalates and just try to keep it positive, right? Because imagine if you guys, every time y'all see each other now, there's like this tension. And yeah, no, you know? I get it. Ignore it for now. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that bitch on red. <laughs> Leave that shit on red. Ooh. That is an amazing feeling, too. Just leave the shit on red right there. So, good luck to you. Yeah. Thank you for the story. And thank you for listening. And thank you for saying you love listening. That's awesome. Yes, we definitely appreciate and, it. And keep us up to date. If, if this chick still keeps eating you up, let us know. If she's relentless. then then there might be something else happening and she might need to get some of the help they might be reaching out to the wrong person i don't know that's something that needs to be worked on well um you guys we know father's day just happened and uh shout out to all the dads shout out to all the people all the dads who are not even biological fathers and are still being fathers that's really awesome Shout out to the male teachers out there, you know, giving that positive male role model to some of these kids that don't have a dad. That also counts. So, and and shout out to our dads. Definitely. Yeah. For being awesome. Um, now, a lot of these times, um, these dads are not with the mother of their children. Um, I don't think that's uncommon. I think that's very common. There's a lot of dads out there that celebrated Father's Day that are not currently in a relationship with the mother of their children. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I think it's a perfect segue for us to open up the conversation with that and also mention Jada Pinkins' 
approach on the dynamic of a dad still having a relationship with the mother of his child. Right, Marley? So I'm going to let you expand on that. Yeah, so in a recent interview, Jada Pinkett Smith with uh, Sway. And those of you who don't know, Jada Pinkett Smith has a show on Facebook called Red Table Talk, and it's really good. Very insightful, and it's herself, her mother, and her daughter, Willow. They sit at a red table, and they have, like, these real deep discussions. Deep discussions that... I haven't seen. It's really good. It's a little awkward. Like, if you would imagine, like, yourself, your mother, and your daughter, (laughs) like, in a space, and, like, Jada Pinkett's talking about the first time she had sex. Right. Or, like, the first time she masturbated. And you're just like, oh, this is happening at this table. Like, it's that. So, But it's very insightful, very interesting. Um, And she's had some wonderful moments. And she's had... Will Smith's ex-wife, because they were once married, um, who was also the mother of his first child, on the Red Table Talk as well. And they kind of just hashed it out and discussed how kind of like back in their 20s and 30s when they've met and all that other good stuff. Recently, in an interview um, with Sway, um, Sway in the Morning, Jada Pinkett Smith said that Will Smith and his ex-wife, again, father of his first son, with the son, go on family trips together. So she said they went to Jordan. They went to, um, I want to say she said Israel. Them three together. And she feels that's okay. Or she explains what she feels about that being okay because she wants the son to see, and he's a grown adult now, but she wants the son to see his parents interacting together. You know, like, show that relationship, that bond that they do have with that child around. So I wanted to get some insight. On, like, <clears throat> I don't have any children. Um, I have been in a past circumstance relationship with a man who's had a child, right? And, well, I was younger, and so the dynamic was very different. And the circumstances were completely different. But I wanted to get kind of your thought on that, too. I think it's really interesting... Let me first start off by saying this, is how Jada Pinkin has always been such a strong female role model for us. Like, she's always been able to kind of, like, expand our thought process, because think about it. Like, I would have never even fathomed to think (laughs) of something like this and suggest this. You know what I mean? Like It wouldn't have crossed my mind, unless I was, like, really, truly in this, like... Well, I've been in that situation once. But, I mean, would you have automatically come to the conclusion that you should be like, you two should go on vacations together? I don't think that that's like your number one thing. I don't think women at this point thus far have ever kind of given the image that they trust their man to be with their baby mother. Like, at least underground with women amongst ourselves in our own private societies when we're not, not in public. Like, we don't really necessarily trust that relationship it's not like it's not like we believe that he's going to leave you but it's not like we're gonna be like no you can't sleep at her house you know what i'm saying so it's just like you know it's kind of like a like an obvious thing like you used to sleep with this woman like no you can't intimately (laughs) be alone with her so it's like i i think that this is kind of expanding my mind in a way that i've never even thought it can get expanded to to think that 
you're not in an open relationship and this type of thing happens. I don't know. Well, the rumor's always been that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have been in open relationships. Right, exactly. As you say that word. Right. That's always been the rumor. That's always been the right. rumor. Like, since the beginning of time, before we every even tabloid what that you shit can really meant. Yes. Every tabloid for years for has years been in that. For years and years and years. And right. at the end of the day, when, when something is stirring, it's because some of it is real. Like, there's oh, yeah. no way that this rumor was going on for, like, eight years and, like, it's not remotely true somehow. And they're very eclectic and different, if you can see right. in that family. they're free. As it, they're very free. Yeah. Free thinking, just free everything. Yeah. So, I don't put it past them. Right. Now, I will say, the thought of, like, the concept, the idea of this, where ha- allowing that child to see his two actual parents... Yeah, I in like a space that. together. Yeah, I like that. Interacting together, being active together, communicating without others around to interfere with that. I like that. Yeah. Because I, as a person who grew up in a two parent household, seeing my parents in constant interaction was a good thing. Right. So I can just imagine that for a child of a separated home or. Um, a, a blended family of some sort or something like that. I can see the positivity in that. Right. But you see, I can say, I come from, a, I'm a child of divorce. My parents got divorced before I, it could really impact me because I was so young. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I'm not saying it doesn't affect you because it does regardless you're, you love your parents. But you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like I was like 12. You yeah. Know, it wasn't like, like in the, the, the age where you noticed it. Yeah, and then you start taking it personal and all these things that we yeah. all watch plenty of movies about that <laughs> happen to kids. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I, yes, I'm a child of divorce, but my advantage is that that's all I knew. So it wasn't like I had anything to compare it to. It was kind of like, you know, dad lives here, mom is here. And um, when I go to dad's, this is what happens. When I'm with mom, this is what it is. This is what I can get away with at dad's. This is what I can get away with at mom's. You know, like it's just what you do when you're a child of a two-parent home. I mean, two homes, two parents type of situation. So would I have appreciated my parents to make an effort to swallow their shit and do this for me? Yes. In hindsight, yes. Mm-hmm. It would have been really nice to have, you know, barbecues from time to time or, you know, anything. Or let's all just go to the beach. It doesn't have to be intimate. It could be like all of our We're family. just going to the beach. Yeah, yeah, all of our family. Aunts, uncles, whatever. Just to like, just for the kid. You know what I mean? So I, that would have been nice. Um, I just don't think that my parents come from the generation where that type of thing would happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, was, it was very different before. Like, you don't... We learned about people getting along with their exes and co-parenting and having dinner together through TV and, like, watching white people do stuff like that. Like, it wasn't something that was common. It wasn't like... Like, when I would see these movies, whatever, that people would have Thanksgiving and, like, your ex-husband would bring his new wife and, like, we would all sit at the table. Like, that <laughs> like blew my real mind. Blended I family. was like, yo, this is so crazy. And that was when I was a kid because it was like, imagine me. I'm thinking to myself, my parents would never do something like this. So it was like, you know, it was just, it would have been nice that my parents would have taken this approach. I can say that. So because I know that, because I'm a child of divorce, how unfair is it of me to say that that's not good for my stepchildren, 
for them to have that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not be okay with the vacation. Vacation to me would be a lot. That's is it the the so if it's so let's say if it's just a day thing, right? A day like thing. They're going to Disney for the day. I've had friends, yeah, who their child was maybe six or seven, and so her and the ex boyfriend, baby daddy, whatever, yeah, decided. She said, "I'm taking our son to Disney. Will you join us? Because it's Disney." Yeah, right? I get so she that. saw it and like I want to make it a memorable thing. I get it. Will you join us? That's dope. And she and he said, "Yeah." Because again, he's like it's Disney, like why not? So they took that trip together, the three of them, and they both had significant others. Um, I don't think they had other children at the time. Yeah. But they went on that trip together as a family. Yeah. To make that a memorable moment. So if it's a date and that was like a day trip. Right. See, that's something different than me, like... Or, like, spending night. I think I'm too... um, I'm going to just say the word jealous, because I don't have another word to say. I'm too jealous of the fact that you're you're having a a moment with this person going to, like, Jordan. Like, I feel like... (laughs) Like, well, that is, not- like, I will never forget this moment in my life. You know what I mean? Like, this is such a special trip. And it's like, I, I will be, like, straight, not even trying to sugarcoat it, jealous. Like, really? You went to Jordan with this bitch? Like, damn. Like, this is, like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, to me, I feel like that's too intimate to experience together. So the intimacy of the trip would make me uncomfortable as the party that's the significant other. Um... I think that those memories could be created locally. I think those memories should be created locally. Like, if your kid is graduating, I don't think that that's the moment to have beef with the other parent. No. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you got to put that shit aside. And get to the graduation. And get to the graduation. Exactly. Like, those moments count. And it's like, those moments, your personal shit does not matter. And... You can build those memories. You can go to a beach day. You know what I'm saying? You can go. It shouldn't be rare. It shouldn't be something that happens. It should happen from time to time. Sure. So that's my, that's my take on it. Um, Excuse me. I'll meet it halfway. I'll meet it halfway in the sense that there should be interaction, local interaction, within respectful boundaries. So like day trips or dinner, right. um, lunches or things like that. Something in a minimal sense. But nothing on the grand where it takes... A week. Yeah. To be. I think that's a lot. I just think that's a lot. I mean, maybe I'm just not mature enough, or maybe Jada Pickett Smith is just, she just knows Will like that. Maybe, yeah. And you definitely have to be super, I guess, secure or either open in your relationship. Right. um, To kind of permit that. And then, I mean, just imagine also, if this is Jada Pinkett's um, thought process and acceptance of it, imagine then Will Smith's ex-wife's current boyfriend or husband or whatever. What are his thoughts on that? Right. Right? Like, we didn't get the male side of it. Like, what's his thought on... She's beautiful, too. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. And Will Smith is handsome and gorgeous. And he's rich. And he's the one paying for this trip to Egypt, (laughs) obviously. Like, we all know who's paying for the trip. <laughs> right. So that's the other catch in this, right? Like, your ex is inviting you 
paying full covering this trip for you and your child to attend with him. Right. Right? Like, those circumstances are kind of, like, kind of hard to follow up a little bit, too. Because it's an experience, it is your child, and you want to put it to, do it all together. And it's but painful. I can, I can only Little imagine things. how happy their son was. Yeah, well, he's a grown... And I think this circumstance happened in a grown man. Like, he's in okay. his 30s. <laughs> he's almost 30. So I think it happened in that scheme of it. But I don't know if this is something that's been happening for several years. Right. I'm thinking about it, and I think we're discussing it on the younger age. The younger age, right. right. We're, we're talking about it in, like, the grade school, middle school age that's right. really effective on a child. And maybe even high school, like, grad, yeah. you know, those kind of things. So. No, but you know what? Even now, this is going to sound crazy. If I could go to somewhere, let's say, to, like, Cuba with both my parents, I would love that. Yeah. At this, I mean, I'm a, I'm a grown adult now, and my parents forget it. That's forever. So it's like, you know, so it's like, that would be nice to experience It's still an like experience. That. It's right. still the experience. It's still the family dynamic and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, shout outs to Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith for just being unique as parents. Unique parents. And I love how they express their love for one another by still being independent like i really like that message that they both always give it's always like remember that post that will smith did when he first started opening up his ig again i mean started his ig to start increasing views or whatever and he Mm -hmm. said that um he told jada i can't make you happy Mm. and like you that's you have to be happy you Mm -hmm. feel me like i can't do that like all i can do is love you and give you me. You feel me? But I can't make you happy. And it's like they have this message that they always deliver that it's like you have to take ownership for yourself. What's that thing that he always goes and says that um, success is on the other side of fear? Mm-hmm. Like it's just like he's just so like positive, man. Like I don't even know how to explain it. Who knew that our Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah. was going to be like, and I know we've always loved him. Yeah. Like, he was, like, and I guess in our generation, he is, yeah. like, the epitome of all things that is a, like, superstar yeah, yeah kind yeah. of aspect. And he was, and like, like the definition of cool, too. Cool. Like, yeah. that's, like, you just wanted to be dope as hell as he is. Yeah. Right? That whole time. And that as time has changed and we have come adults and he's an older adult, he has provided us with all this, like, additional motivation and value in a different sense in a different direction like an oprah kind of aspect yeah right like just the growth that you see in him that kind of goes with us and aligns with us it's pretty awesome will smith is special will smith is blessed and will smith was put on this earth for a reason yeah for sure 100 percent. for sure for sure for some amazing ass content on ig because that shit is where were no, we doing he's before? Amazing. Even what were we doing before? Because the Fresh Prince was the first time he ever acted, to my understanding. Yeah, they offered and, him and look that at right the success there. of that show. Yeah, it is an American classic. It's not a hood classic. It's not no, an urban classic. It's not a black classic. It is an American classic. That show will forever be like one of the best shows in history mm-hmm. in this country. Seriously, people watch it everywhere in the whole world. This is like. <laughs> full house but better you know what I'm saying <laughs> because you know full house is like really really watched throughout the whole world too yeah 
So um, I love Will Smith. I love him. I'm so happy that like he wins and like people still support him. Like it, I hate when you're the only one that loves someone. No, I feel like this is <laughs> awesome. Like everyone loves Will Smith and like he's gonna be like around forever. Well, I hope one day we get to know. We get a break from those rumors of their open relationship kind of deal. Because I want to know if that's really the secret that actually makes it work. Not just being the richness, not just the extravagantness, but like relationships like that where you have so much need a lot of work. Yeah. Right? That's why Brad and Angelina didn't make it and they bajillionaires too. Yeah. Right? They need a lot of work. So... I just want to have an idea. Right. Just be honest with us so we can know. Is that really <laughs> Was it open? Was like, come on. Is that, Is that why you secret? guys are so successful? Right. Was that the secret to it? So this is very insightful. Opens a great box in, in conversation. Yeah. So if you guys have any thoughts about your husband going on a weekend trip with his baby mom's ex-wife, whatever with their child to give us your thoughts email us at messymondayspod at gmail.com or follow us on instagram at messymondayspodcast and leave a comment there let us know your thoughts about this story i'm going to share also the little real highlights so you guys can comment underneath there yeah um, absolutely and let me know let us know your thoughts on that now speaking of this subject um we touched on something about blended families mm-hmm. um is that the new norm? Because I feel like most people that I know that are married, they have, there's, there's more set than, there's, there's more than one set of parents in the marriage. I'm talking about almost everyone I know now, like at this age now, that is in a relationship and that they're newly in this relationship within the past five years, like they're in a blended relationship. Where there's a parent that's not the parent to all the children, or that they both have children from another relationship, like I don't know, I feel like it's super common. Um, I'm not in that circumstance, but I do think it is common from people around me, and I do come to terms where at a certain age, when you start dating or meeting people, a lot of people at this age will have children. Right. And so a blended family may be something that may be down the line. The probability is high. Yeah. It's 50-50. Yeah. It really <laughs> so, like, I, I don't want to say it's the new norm, but I think it comes with age. Yeah. Right? It's come with age, which comes with experiences, which means people have passed and things like that. So I think it's that. Right. I don't think it's just like, I don't know if new norm is, is the wording for it, but I think it's just inevitable in a sense. Where True. with age, people have experience and passes and have families and things like that and things don't work out. So, But you definitely touched on a good point, which is uh, age. It depends on what demographic is being asked the question too. Yeah. Because um, one thing that's different with our generation is that we waited to get married. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like with amongst us and amongst us, we don't feel like it's a bad thing to be married in your mid thirties, mm-hmm. we just you know we're more educated and more developed to understand that there's no rush here. Like it's okay mm-hmm. to get married in your mid thirties, even late thirties, and it's okay. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. It just means that that's what it is. Like you know, we're 
we're living a lot longer than before. Like before, people used to get married ASAP because they used to die like at sixty. Like we don't die at sixty anymore. Like it's the truth. No, we don't. We die at like ninety-eight. That's what I'm saying. We're reaching hundred on average now. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you think about that, you know, it, that gives us a little bit more time to do shit. You yeah. Know? And I, I respect that one hundred, and I'm glad to be a part of that society because I feel like now there may be less divorce. It's a possibility. Yeah. Because people are making the decision for different reasons that make more sense when you're an adult versus when you're like in your 23 stage, you know? And you're making like decisions on a whim or mm-hmm. just going whatever. Yeah, you're right. Well, because you're, being you're being more thoughtful with what your future looks exactly. like. Exactly. With that being said, if you're not getting married until 36 and you've been fucking since you're 16, you've been fucking for 20 years. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. And there's a probability in 20 years of fucking that you may have a kid. There might be a child in there somewhere. There might be a kid. There There might be one you don't know of. (laughs) There might be a surprise coming your way. You might end up on Maury. There is a a probability. (laughs) There's a probability. That is very true. Like, it's just a numbers game at this point. So it's like you have to look at it like that now. And I'm not saying that everybody by the age of 36 has a kid because that's also another misconception because there's a lot of people out there that don't have children and that they are in their early 30s and they still have not had a child. And there's a possibility also there's there's people who chose not to have children at a certain, you know, no matter what their circumstances, just like for a long life, their decision is to continue on without having children. Right. Right. And I and actually know two women that have verbalized to me that they have no interest in being parents. That's a tough call. I'm, I mean, in my... I don't know how they... I think that's another another episode. <laughs> <laughs> but because I've seen convers- that conversation come up quite a bit lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to get people's insight or like how that decision... Yeah. Where they got there, right? Because, again, you meeting someone... Without a child, again, it's 50-50. Right. At a certain age. It's just 50-50. Yeah. What's the, what's the chances that this person doesn't already have? So, um, that's very interesting. And, it, you know, blended families are great. And that's a, lot, that's a different set of work also. Yeah. Learning the dynamics between that previous um, partner getting along with their previous partner because not right. everybody can go on vacations like Will Smith and his ex. <laughs> and right. even getting along with that child. I know. Is another factor. And I think that's where like at a certain age you have to recognize and be like you have to know if you like children or not. You want to be around kids or not. You want to have kids or not. Are you accepting of others' kids or not? Right. So. And it's like I also don't like when people don't accept the responsibility of saying, if I'm choosing to love this person all the way, all the way, then I have to love their children. Yeah. Like, you can't... It's not like you can love someone all the way and then be like, you know, fuck the kids low-key. No. Like, that's not... That's not truly loving that person. No. It's it's a full package, and you need to accept the whole package of what that person is. Exactly. And I think that that's something that... um, I've only heard more so from the male perspective because usually that's the friendship that speaks to you about how difficult it is to date someone with a kid because usually the guys are more vocal about it. 
Like mm-hmm. I, at least in my experience, I feel like mm-hmm. men have been expressive about it and say like, "Yo, like, shh, but you got a kid, though." You know, like it's always mm-hmm. like that kind of a reaction. So, yeah, um, I think it's not easy, and I'm saying that just because I recently have started to develop a relationship with my boyfriend's kids and. They have to trust you, and they have to like you, and they have to like, you know. It's just like and you, <laughs> you have to deliver a lot. It. You just gotta and respect it because it's like I get it. Like I was a kid once too. Like you need to warm up. You need to see what's up. You need to see if this person's good for your dad. Like it, there's so many things running through their mind. You know what I mean? And their age makes a big difference. Too. Yeah. yeah. At what age you meet them? Because yeah. if they're a teenager. Or high school kids, you're going to be like, what do I, how do I interact with this teenager? Yeah. Because I can would, talk to them like a half tough. adult. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Be listening to the same shit. Like, <laughs> yo, did you hear this new Drake though? <laughs> right. That shit's fire. Yo, did we you both, get new Air Maxes? We both like, we doing switching. the dances. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> let me show you how to Millie rock. Right. Like. So that's a different dynamic. And then if you're meeting like a toddler, um, an infant, you know, right. an, an elementary school kid, it's a different bonding experience. Yeah, absolutely. Than if it was for an older kid. So it's a lot of work. And that's why, I mean, I'm, I'm literally just speaking from experience here in saying that I think people should take their time with this. I don't think this is something that you could just jump into. And I, I know that parents always know that but i'm talking about as the person that's the outsider that's not the parent my advice would be you know take your time and mm-hmm. let them tell you when it's the right time i don't think it's in your place anyone's place to to put a timeline on that you know what i yeah. mean like you have to allow the parent to say this is when this is going to be okay yeah and there's a reason for that. You know what I mean? So you have to kind of... That's what I think is the challenge. It's like you're not the main attraction every time. Like there's something else that's the main attraction. Mm-hmm. And I think that women, that's where women have the problem. Because women don't like to share the spotlight. So no. it's like... You know, not with your man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no. But like, like, I, with, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I think that that's where the challenge is for women where it's like... You know, understanding that you have to take the back seat sometimes because when this is happening, this is priority. And I think that it, before you decide to start getting into a relationship with someone or getting into the meeting their children, like you have to come to terms with that. Straight That's up. That's true. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And and you have to, just that whole, I, for me, my number one is like that bond that you have with that child if you know that's going to be a forever thing yeah is how do you that relationship that you build and if you know it's not for you let that person know now or soon or first right before getting caught up in a situation because like you said like you need to know that you're not first Right, like people not need to know. Not all the time. Not all the time. Yeah, but There's if it, be and if it's a man who, if it's a man or a woman who really puts their child first, you, you know, because we know some guys just don't put their kids first in some cases. That's true. But or like are completely oblivion or go out for weekends on end without thinking about their child. So, if you have someone who does put their children first, you know, when it comes to it. 
be accepting of that and be prepared for that. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and I'm not saying that this is probably going to be wrong of me saying, but sometimes I feel like moms put their children first way too much and they don't give themselves any time. And I'm just saying that as like a friend of people who are moms sometimes. Like I see moms so overwhelmed, so frantic, so like always stressed about what's happening later. And in my head, I'm like, you need a moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you need to understand that you can't do this all the time. And it's like, I, since I'm not a mom, like, I feel like, who are you to say anything? So I don't say anything. But I'm just I'm just measuring it as an adult, seeing another adult going through stress. You know what I mean? Like, if mm-hmm. I saw anyone dealing with a situation where it's like, you, you, need a, you need a moment, I would say the same thing. But it's like, you don't feel comfortable telling a person that's a mother because it's like, it's a sensitive subject. But it's like... I'm telling you, like, my previous co-worker, I promise, was always, like, in a dramatic state of mind, like, every moment of the day. And it was always, like, stress, 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 children, stress, stress, stress. And I'm like, you need a, an adult day, like, outside of this. Those are the ones who make me worry about coming to child parents because I don't want to, like, I, like, I know my mom always put us first, but I don't yeah. think my mom ever put us in that certain, like, was overly stressed about us, in a sense. I don't ever, maybe I never saw it. But I've seen, I know who you're talking about, like, certain parents are like that, like, where you'll be like, oh, let's go get lunch. No, I gotta go pick up the kids, blah, 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 blah. Or, like, they don't make arrangements for themselves. Like, the weekend covers the whole kid thing. Like, they don't have moments and things like that. Like, I don't think I've ever saw my mom in that state all the time. But I've seen people like that where, they're super stressed about the kids, and you do want and hope for them to have a break. Yeah, but I'm sure you're, but look at your mom, that's a great example. I mean, I wasn't there when you guys were young, but I can imagine that your mom has not changed, and she probably used to like to have fun with your dad when you guys were kids. Mm-hmm. So that was, there was a balance. Like, she still had moments of a fun life and joy with her husband, and still... Clearly, they lasted this long, so obviously she was doing something right. Like, they were enjoying each other's company. So she didn't stop being a wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was still a wife. And she was still with her boyfriend that she used to date back in the day that... You know what I'm saying? Like that's She found the balance in it, yeah. That's still them. They're just married with kids now, but they're still that couple they used to date and and be in love with each other and and call each other. They're still that couple. They're just... Been, they're now married so mm-hmm. she she knew how to foster that so it's like you you have to find a way to do both for your own sanity like that's just as a third party like i <laughs> i don't even have kids and i'm telling you like sometimes i'll be seeing these women i'm like honey you need a break like this is crazy <laughs> like let me borrow them for you for a while let me help you here I mean, and sometimes people need that uh, it depends how many you got like, I'm not sure <laughs> if I want all You're four. like, I'll start like, charging. This is four children. This I will start lot. charging for all these kids. <laughs> but, yeah. So, so there we go. I think that that's awesome. The blended family thing is something that um, it depends on your age demographic on how common it is. And also, could be common because there was a lot of promiscuous behavior probably in the past. And a lot mm-hmm. of people have them stray kids. <laughs> You got one or two, three, four, five over there. Yeah, so. Yeah. They were having a good time in their 20s. Ooh. Yikes. 
You remember one of those who was having a good time in his 20s? Yeah, expensive. And now they're fantastic people. Well, they were always fantastic, but they were having a great time in their 20s. Yikes. And I, I, I knew a guy that had four baby moms and four... Yeah. He was having a great time, but I'm sure he was a wonderful man. I mean, he has to be great to still convince women that they should sleep <laughs> with him. You know what I mean? On so that she, note. <laughs> yeah, he must be great. He must be amazing. <laughs> He must be great. None of them baby moms reached out to one another. Nah. <laughs> like our first story. Or like Little Wayne. All his baby mothers come over and they have like Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff together. Money makes a difference in these situations. I see a trend. You see that? Mm-hmm. Money makes things... I think money makes things a lot more simpler. Yes, and I know people say money doesn't buy happiness, but that sure does help. <laughs> it does buy sanity. So, yeah, and, and it, or I'm calmness. telling you, man. Like Something. I've been broke, and I've had some change, and I like it when I have some change. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot better. It's a lot, a lot better. A lot better. Well, if you have a messy story, let us know your thoughts also on this blended family. Um, conversation but if you have a messy story or have any comments uh, please do comment on our SoundCloud our YouTube page or IG which is Messy Mondays Podcast on all platforms you can email us at MessyMondaysPod at gmail.com as well as follow us on Twitter Um, what else we have YouTube you can find us now on iHeartRadio Podcast Um, I'm working on the title by the way we didn't catch on this, but Jay-Z and Beyonce messy dropped another one, Mondays. and we'll get back to that probably next week. Yes, and um, they I know there's more to come, and I love the video. Oh, oh God. They shut down, what is it called, that museum? The Louvre? I'll be in Paris in a couple days. I'll let you know what it's really called. It's really beautiful, and get ready. That, that museum is so big. You're going to be messy walking Mondays. like crazy just to get to the entrance. It's such a huge place. I've heard. But they rented it out. I know. They shut it down. That's amazing. They shut it down. And the fact that no one knew that this was even happening. Yeah. Not a leak. No one in Paris saw them filming outside. I love that they went to Paris and they did this in the most famous museum in Paris. In front of the Mona Lisa, the most famous painting in the world. Like, it's just so many layers of, like... So many layers. Of amazingness that they are. Mondays. So shout outs to them. Yeah. And Beyonce got that body back. Ooh. She did. And she what well, she messy said, Mon- Get Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> she loved rapping now too, by the way. Be dropping some bars on us. So follow us on all of our messy platforms Mondays. and thank you for joining us and have a happy Monday. Bye guys. <laughs> messy Mon- messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Messy Mondays. Messy Mon- Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Mondays. Mondays.